0: On this episode, Randy Lewis and I will be talking about the differences between metric and standard. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles one of the best places to ride in america the ozark mountains of missouri and arkansas and of course any random
1: thoughts that pop into our head and now here's your host from ozarkrides.com craig allen and randy lewis
0: got a question for you have you ever been injured no i'm not talking about your most recent paper cut I'm talking about a motorcycle riding type of injury that wasn't your fault. Now, if you've been injured, you better call Dr. Brad Bradshaw, 417-333-3333. You know, insurance companies are going to act aggressively in defense of their clients. That's their job. But Dr. Brad Bradshaw's job is to fight even harder to make certain that you receive the compensation you deserve and make your lives whole again. So after the show, check him out online at bradbradshaw.com. And be sure to save his number, 417-333-3333. Dr. Brad Bradshaw, physician, surgeon, and lawyer. And he's a writer himself. So here we are in the studio again with Randy Lewis from Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. What up, dog? Is that what the kids are saying nowadays?
1: That's that's the craze. What's cracking? What's cracking? was crackalack and I think that's freaking 15 years ago with that statement there but <laughs> what's happening I'm just us? catching up Ingent, ladies yeah man so what are we talking about this week
0: I'm going to talk about the differences between metric and standard in bike building and you had mentioned something in the tease from the last episode and I didn't even think about it at the time but yeah, it really, really does break down to between Harley and everybody else pretty and this much. is not a right or wrong this is not the, the track we're going to go down. Yeah. We're just talking about the differences between and the whys and
1: why nots. Yeah. So here's the beginning of it. The reason why we got metric and standard, what the classifications is. Um, at very first, it literally was metric hardware on literally everything else. And then it was standard hardware on Harleys and custom built bikes. Now, obviously back 30s, 40s, whatever, Indian was the same way. And a lot of those things were, were standard. Still considered to be standard or whatever, but now even even Polaris running Victory and in, or not really Victory anymore, but Indian, they're metric because it's metric hardware throughout the entire motorcycle. That's how everything's put together is with metric sta- metric sized nuts and bolts. Now a lot of people also like to think of it as being, you know, water cooled or air cooled. I don't necessarily break them down like that because you know what about like the. Suzuki DR650 and stuff like that, that is an air-cooled, enduro-style bike. So there are some air-cooled metric motorcycles, especially if you look back into the 60s and 70s. You know, they they didn't have radiators on, you know, the, the first Honda CBs and all those motorcycles. You know, water cooling, you know, granted, there's probably someone out there that's be like, that guy doesn't know crap, but uh, water cooling really came out in the 80s from from what i believe and what i think you know early 80s they started water cooling um metric or non harley bikes just it's a great design you know who do yeah, and
0: that? a lot of people will say well that's the difference between american made and, and not american made metric and the standard which is absolutely not the case
1: yeah not entirely no like we just said you know Polaris Polaris is a very american company but yeah. they use metric size stuff so eh? does indian yep exactly
0: so what is the what what is the difference i mean for the people that don't understand the difference literally between metric and standard as far the tolerances are 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 quite a bit different
1: yeah yeah metric is measured on a little bit finer scale you know you're talking about millimeters essentially you know their thread pitch their thread count their sizing um things like that and then obviously standard you got you know, quarter, half, three quarter, one inch, all that stuff. So it's, it's a, not as tight a tolerance or measurability, I guess, is what you should say. I mean, you go down to like a 16th, obviously you can go down to 30 seconds and, and stuff like that on a fine scale. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just always been thought to be that metric was a finer measurement and or obviously just a different measurement, different way of measuring because instead of using inches, you're using centimeters, millimeters, things like that. Obviously all that measures up to inches, but again.
0: So I'll query you, since you're the, the, the mechanic here, is there any difference pros and cons wise to one side or the other? Um, in my opinion. Well that there's nobody else here.
1: Yeah metric just freaking sucks <laughs> because i i think in a, a state you know I, I grew up doing construction stuff i'm gonna I ask the, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to yeah solidify yeah. <laughs> that. yeah i grew up in a you know standard way of measurement you're reading tape measurements and, and things like that you know you don't have that as far as uh, obviously one set of a tape measures millimeters but anyway well what i'm getting at is i my mind is wired to think in eight sixteenths eighths you know quarters halves all that sort of stuff so it, that, in my opinion, that's that's what it is. As far as you know, is one stronger than the other? Is one a better way of measurement? You know, millimeters, yes, is a is a lot finer way of measuring things. When you start talking about um, building parts and building having stuff machined and and things like that, it's a lot finer way of measuring it. It's a lot more accurate. As far as uh, you know a ten millimeter to a seven sixteenths, no. I don't give a shit. It doesn't make a bit of difference one way or another. As far as, is one stronger than the next? In my opinion, no. Um, you know, because even, even standard measurement stuff has fine threads. And a multitude of fine threads, you know, 20, 24, 28 teeth, things like that. And what that breaks down to is 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 how many teeth or tooths or or threads, really, honestly, is what it is. Is How many threads are inside of an inch? on a a bolt and then on metric it's the same thing it's done on thread pitch and sizing so it's just the measurement of the the pitch of the tooth and how many or tooth the pitch of the thread and how many threads are on your bolt per inch so i guess a pro and a con to running a a metric or a standard you know harley if you will or everything else is um, the biggest thing that i see people liking and disliking is water cooled to air cooled obviously water cooled is going to run a lot lower temperatures air cooled is going to be a little bit higher the rear cylinder on an air cooled bike gets hotter so it has to be on fuel injected mapped a little bit differently um so that's that's really the the biggest thing now we if you want to start breaking it down into the different classifications of metric motorcycles you know you've got overhead cams you know um, cams down on the lower by the crank You've got multiple cams, you've got multiple cylinders as far as other than just two, you got, you know, some threes and four cylinders and, and then you got six cylinders in the Hondas. So there's a lot larger um, demographic and or variables, I guess, in the metric side. I mean, there's so many different engine configurations. There's so many different engine sizes. There's just so much different stuff with that. Whereas then you go standard and it is pretty cut and dry you know, the Harleys, what, what motors they built from, you know, the beginning of time till now. So, you know, they haven't varied. They've got the same, same pitch, same, same number of cylinders, pretty well the same, everything, same design, you know, granted early in the thirties and stuff, they had overhead cams, overhead valves, things like that. Um, But now, you know, it's a difference between two cams or one cam.
0: So what I'm hearing you saying is you're undecided.
1: Honestly, I just see, in my opinion, I see the best in both of them. Uh, Most of the time when you think about Harley, the reason why it's the best is because it's what's always been, everything's always been measured and compared to a Harley since 1903. When they came out, they were the dudes, they were the dick swinging guys that had what everybody wanted. And then it was built up to be, you know, if you're a motorcyclist, you're on a Harley. Everybody else is not, you know? So it, it's just the comparison, probably because we're in America. You know, somewhere else they might be thinking that you know it's it's Honda or it's you know whatever that. Don't Harvest you know that
0: you meet to. the friendliest people on a Honda? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> says advertising in the eighties or nineties, whatever it was. You know, the
0: country tried a uh, few years, several years back, um, tried to go metric and forego yeah. the standard. It yeah. didn't take. No, people weren't having it.
1: No, this is America. By god and it's always been like this and it should always stay like
0: this By god
1: uh huh so that's that's honestly what some of the breakdown is on it um you know it's it's neat that the metric side has got so many different variables because you always heard the saying there's an ass for every seat or there's a seat for every ass you know that's really it on the metric side of things if you will um they've done a great job about making small bikes large bikes Single-cylinder bikes, twin-cylinder bikes, four-cylinder bikes, six-cylinder bikes, touring bikes, cruiser bikes, hot rod bikes. Like, they literally designed, mass-produced, and built all of those motorcycles.
0: So now that we've covered the basics of the difference between metric and standard, one of the other things that we can talk about is the difference in torque and horsepower between yeah. metric and standard. And apparently… Yeah.
1: There is. There is a difference. No, but yeah, there, there is a huge difference. And then when you talk about metric and Harley or whatever, that's what they're compared on. Um, honestly, with the way it is, you know, Harley makes a, a lot more torque than horsepower. On average, it's, you know, which I could be off on this a little bit, but 10 to 15 more foot pounds of torque than they do horsepower. Um, that's why they accelerate so hard, but that's also the reason why they're limited out and they pull a lot more RPMs in the higher speed range. Um, than a metric motorcycle on average, makes 10 to 15 thereabouts, in theory, um, more horsepower than torque. That's the reason why their gearing sucks. You know, there's not a ton of takeoff power, but those things run a lot faster, and they run better at a higher uh, rate of speed, if you will.
0: So I'll ask a question because, as everybody knows, and I've never pretended to be one, I'm not a mechanic. I excel in other areas. (laughs) But are you telling me that even V-twin metrics don't Mm -hmm. carry the torque that a standard bike would a correct. Harley
1: correct due to their engine designing and things like that and the way that Harley's set up their you know their crank and their just set up their engine they make a ton more torque. Well, torque is what you feel. Horsepower is what gets you way down the road and and faster. You know it's like that in drag cars and all that crap. So um, that's also the probably the, in my opinion probably the reason why they have that unique sound. It's whatever their design is, which I don't have the secrets to Harley, is creating more torque, more compression. I would say, and and just a little bit better. uh, I don't. I don't know better. Not better is not the right word, but they're just completely different. Okay, so um, most metric motorcycles, even V twin metric motorcycles, carry a higher RPM range. You know, uh, most Harleys will RPM out around. Five fifty-five hundred. Well, some of the, even the V twin metric ones will carry up 6, 7,000 RPMs. Obviously, then their inlines are like 16, 17,000 RPMs. So, metric motorcycles, in my experience, carry more horsepower than torque. Um, and then Harleys carry more torque than horsepower. So, when you're riding, um, say you ride a metric motorcycle into a corner, that's why you almost have to downshift a little bit more sometimes because when you want to accelerate out on the backside, the torque's not there to propel you faster but then once you get moving it feels like you know you start accelerating and you're accelerating at a higher rate you know of acceleration you ride a harley through the same corner yes you're gonna have to downshift but then when you throttle out of it you feel that coming out of it and it jumps out of the hole and out of the corner really really well but then before you know it you're flattened off and you're rpm'd out and you know you're geared out so you're not traveling as fast or as easy at a higher rate of speed Granted, there's modifications and all that crap that you can do to them to make it easier and better. But when you're riding them, that's the biggest difference, you know.
0: Holy oh. crap, I've learned something new.
1: Yeah, that's why. From just...
0: a whippersnapper.
1: <laughs> yes, I am. I'm a young pup. Titty baby, right? Uh, <laughs> Still on
0: the nipple, I Yeah,
1: Yeah, somebody's nipple. <laughs> but So the big riding characteristic differences you're talking about is when you hop onto a Harley, inherently, in my opinion... Take it for what it is. They're easier to take off and they're easier to get started because they make a little bit more torque, less throttle twist, less everything. In my opinion, it's just easier to take off with them. Granted, other motorcycles might have gearing changes and things like that to where it's easy. But from a layman's point of view, you most of the time, and from what I found, you hop onto a Harley. They're easier to take off from. And then you get onto a metric and they need more RPM to get them accelerated otherwise you start killing the clutch you're killing the killing the engine through you know your technique of taking off
0: poor technique
1: yeah usually it, most time i see just inexperience and nerves is what it is you know you get onto a motorcycle and a lot of people like on a harley what they'll do <laughs> is they'll wrap that thing out and then go to ease off on the clutch and the thing engages and they're like jumping down the street you know and then they get onto a metric and they wrap it out and they're burning up the clutch because they're easing out and easing out and easing out. And then finally it slowly starts to accelerate and take so out. So how
0: does this work with the speaking of, you know, we were talking about Harley mm-hmm. between a Harley, a standard engine and say their, um, V rod, which is a metric engine.
1: Yes. You're a hundred percent right. It is all metric done. Um,
0: but do they still afford the torque? To be I've honest, never ridden a V rod.
1: To be honest with you. um, I'd have to look up the numbers again onto it, but it literally rides more like a metric motorcycle with acceleration, whether it, it takes off and, and things that, like that's that.
0: That's a Porsche engine, isn't it? The yeah, Porsche
1: designed, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, I, frick, I'd frick i have to look back. But even within the
0: Harley uh, name brand, the difference between metric and standard still holds.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you got to think also Harley-owned Buell. Buell was a, a Harley manufactured thing, but it was a metric, you know, it was fairly well all metric stuff onto it, the way that it was built, the way that it was designed, it was designed around the metric platform, if you will. Um, then obviously the V-Rod and then shoot, truth be told now, um, a lot of the nuts and bolts on a newer Harley are metric and they are actually going to be, they're twin cooled, you know, they've been doing that since fourteen fifteen on the ultra limiteds. So now they're twin cooled. Um, They're changing a lot of their designs up with their engines. Um, Granted, here's another thing that I see about metric and non-metric. Harley's got three oiling spots, primary, transmission, engine. Okay, so there's three cavities to have to think about, have to worry about, have to change, you have to service. Um, On most metrics, it's not the way. There's only one. There's one oil drain. And it runs – it's the lubrication for everything, your primary, your trans, your engine, all that. All that's built into one essentially. So I really kind of break it down to kind of like that as far as metric and, and standard for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm just a psychopath and I'm an idiot. But you know, most metrics have one oil system as far as a drain, and then that same oiling system supplies oil to the trans, the primary, the engine – Um, They hold, you know, more about the same amount of quarts of oil total.
0: So I'm going to, you know, just express my ignorance here again, once again, not being a mechanic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know my bike, uh, which uh, is a victory. Yep. Uh, One source for everything. Yep. On the oil, like you were talking about, holds an enormous amount of oil, six (laughs) quarts. Yes. Of expensive oil. Yes. now with Harley, you have to have different sources of oil.
1: Here's the way. Here's the way that it is. And there's a technical, and then what Harley tells you you have to do. Harley sells an oil called a Syn Three. It's a full synthetic Screamin' Eagle oil. It's 2050 weight, and it's it's used in the engine, the primary, and the trans. Now the reason why that is is there's certain chemicals into each one that'll let it allow to to be ran with a wet clutch. You know, the clutch isn't necessarily something that has to have oil, but it gets oil on it. So it has to run there. Now, also with that being said, there's other oil manufacturers other than Harley. There is a primary oil for Harley. There is a transmission oil for Harley and there's an engine oil for Harley, um, in the engine. And that's what I mean. They want you to
0: run different oils for different
1: parts well, of the bike. And that's, that's where, that's what's funny about it. There's sin three is the same oil you put into all three cavities. It's the exact same oil, but then they also have a non-synthetic, that there is a primary, a trans, and an engine, um, and in the engine, you don't have to have a synthetic. You don't have to have wet clutch additives. So, what's
0: the real story? Is this marketing and salesmanship, or that is this that a is, fact?
1: That is more of what it is, in my opinion. You, that full synthetic sin three, in my opinion, doesn't do any better job. In fact, you wouldn't run. And I tell people this all the time. I run a, a gear oil in my transmission, either eighty-five, ninety, or even a. 85 or 9140 weight gear oil in my transmission, the gearbox, no clutches, no anything else. Okay, it's not under gas mixture or anything, it's literally just your gearboxes. People don't run engine oil in their manual transmission in their trucks, so why would you run engine oil in a manual transmission on a motorcycle? My that's my breakdown on it. So I run a full synthetic, um, I run Castro products, I really like them, um, or Harley, you know, whatever. The wet clutch additive oil must be in the primary and or using a primary specific oil. And then I run gear oil in my transmission. And then in my engine, I still run a synthetic because I like the way I found that it it runs a little bit cooler than a standard oil or a non-synthetic oil. So that's personal preference for me. Like it, hate it, suck it, whatever. Um, Back in the day, you ran a straight 50 weight in the shovel heads and it still wasn't thick enough because the things leaked so bad and people are still stuck in that idea of, well, I have to have, you know, synthetic oils. They're just shit. They're just junk. They're not going to hold up. Well, these engines are designed anymore to run on synthetic oils. You know, there's not very many people still wanting to run a standard motor oil in their new bikes. Um, The engines are designed around running a synthetic oil. So that's, that's it as far as that goes. Now you mentioned you hold an enormous amounts of oil, you know, six or seven quarts of oil. It's because you're thinking about it in the relativity of every single time I change my oil, it's six or seven quarts, and it's my engine. My engine's not that big. What the heck? Well, in a Harley, you're holding, you know, depending on what model bike you have, you know, two and a half to three and a half quarts of engine oil, one quart of primary, one quart of trans. You're still there at the same oil capacity. It's just split up between three different three spots. Three different cavities. Yeah. Then the service intervals on a Harley, engine oil is every 5,000, primary and trans is every 10,000. So every 5,000 miles, you have the expense of six or seven quarts of oil. But every 5,000 on just your engine, you don't have the expense of the extra two quarts of oil. So it breaks down a little bit to be, you know, what's better and what's worse, you know. Changing everything earlier or not having to change everything as often. So I guess it's just whatever your pocketbook will entail. Now that everybody's bored to death, Craig's going to get up and strip for me. Did you bring your dollar bills? I always got dollar bills. you kidding me right now? You never know when you're going to find a working class girl. I'm just here to support the economy.
0: So sad. (laughs) (laughs) I think at this point, we've probably got just a little too technical into the weeds, but still interesting nonetheless, Next time we might have a special guest in the studio with us. We'll just have to wait and see.
1: Let's hope so.
0: Let's hope so. He's, uh,
1: he's the coolest person I know. He's up there.
0: Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. He really is. Okay. Well, until next time, keep writing.